Hello and welcome to the White Trash Podcast. I think I might talk about sports a little too much for some of you. It's hard to tell. I'm getting literally next to zero feedback. I have a few friends that will randomly listen and give me their opinion, but outside of that, I have no idea what people think. Um, So, like, it's not really, it's not too much of a concern because I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. But I do hope that people are enjoying it. Um, But this one going to be a lot about sports again because NBA just came back. The NFL's still going. There's a couple NFL games on today, which is weird because it's like, you know, there was a game on yesterday. I didn't even know till like I did a podcast. Um, I recorded a few and then I saw that the Vikings and the Saints were playing on Christmas, which is like the weirdest fucking thing because that's never happened. I was literally doing a podcast and I was talking about how the NBA owns Christmas and the NFL owns Thanksgiving. And only because of coronavirus, obviously, that the NFL is playing a game on a Friday. And they're playing three games today, which is so weird. They have a game that is only available on Amazon Prime. Like, this is a weird year. Like, what the fuck? Apparently they're going to have a playoff game on, like, Nickelodeon or something, I heard. Of the NFL or something, I think. that Like, what? Whatever, I don't... I don't watch, I don't own, I don't even have a TV. I don't own, I don't have cable. I watch everything on a, on a tablet, um, and just go through these illegal, you know, streaming sites that are run through Europe, and I just watch everything for free, so I don't, I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, I just, I have no interest in having cable, and I don't, um, I don't have a DVD player, so I just, Yeah, I had a TV the first year I moved down here, and I never used it. It literally just sat there like I don't, I had no reason to use it. I had a TV in my old apartment in New York because I had cable, and I had a bunch of DVDs and a DVD player, but I sold them all because I was like, I've seen all these movies. I'm sick of having them just taking up room, and I I really needed to get rid of them just so that I could have enough room in my car to move because I knew I was moving, and I knew I didn't have enough room in my car for all my shit. And, you know, a fucking two duffel bags of DVDs is a lot of room. You know, it's going to take up a lot of room. So I just went to a, a place in the mall and sold them all for, like, fucking 20 bucks. I spent, like, $300 on DVDs, and I sold them for, like, 30 bucks or something. You just get raped whenever you, you, you resell stuff. Um, but, yeah, the NFL is uh, played yesterday, which is weird. The Saints beat the shit out of the Vikings, um, 52-33, it's a hell of a lot of points in an NFL game, fucking 85 points, that's crazy, that's a lot, I mean, that's some bad defense right there, on both sides, (laughs) that's real bad, um, some good games on today for, as far as the NFL, honestly, um, not, I mean, they're not great, but they're they're good. There's some interesting teams. I would say the best game is the Dolphins-Raiders game, which is on a day 15. But there's a Buccaneers-Lions game on at 1, and a 49ers-Cardinals game on at 4.30. And then the Dolphins-Raiders at 8.15. That's definitely the best game, because those are the teams with the best records. Um, I definitely think the Buccaneers beat the Lions, and I think the Cardinals beat the Niners. 
And the Dolphins Raiders is a tough, definitely a tough game. Um, I think the Raiders might pull that one out at home. I I, I think I take the Raiders just because they're at home. Um, I feel like John Gruden is gonna be throwing a lot of stuff at um, Tua. Uh, I'm not saying John Gruden is in charge of the defense. I don't know if he is or not. Um, but I'm, I'm, I mean, like his, he's gonna have his staff throwing a lot of stuff, a lot of, a lot of blitzes. You know, he's gonna make Tua uh, do what he's not good at. John Gruden's been around forever. I mean, he's a smart dude. I mean, he took a, he took a bad Raiders team, and all of a sudden they're actually like doing okay, like in you know a very short period of time. It's impressive. Um. But that's it for the NFL. There's three games on today, which is really weird. There's probably some college football games on today, too. I haven't checked. Um, yes. But they're all shit. Yeah, there's three games on, but they're terrible. I mean, not even worth mentioning. Um, for the NBA, though. <clears throat> let's see here. Bunch of games on today. Bunch of games. Like, ten games, I think. Um, Hawks and Grizzlies. Thunders. Uh, Thunders. No. Thunder Hornets, Cavs Pistons, Magic Wizards, 76ers Knicks, Pacers Bulls, Raptors Spurs, Timberwolves Jazz, Rockets Trailblazers. That's probably the best game so far. Um, Suns Kings, that's a really good game too. Um, yeah, I like these. I like a couple of these games. Hawks Grizzlies, eh, that'll be alright I guess. The Grizzlies are... Not great, but the Hawks are fun to watch. There's a few of these games in here where, like, the, there's only one team that's just fun to watch. The other team is just trash. Um, you know. But, fucking A. Six minutes in. Okay. Um. So, tomorrow is the game that I'm, like, a few weeks ago, I looked at the Ravens' schedule. I'm a Ravens fan, for those of you who don't know. NFL, I love the Ravens. I love the NFL. And a few um, a few weeks ago, I looked at the Ravens' schedule for like the next six games, the last six games of the season. And I saw there was two games that kind of worried me. It was the Browns and the Giants. And... The only reason the Giants worry me is because they're still playing for a playoff spot. Like, they can still technically get into the playoffs. They have something to fight for. When a team has something to fight for, they're dangerous. Like, I wasn't worried about Jacksonville at all. I mean, they, they have nothing to play for. If anything, it's better for them if they lose so they can get a better pick in the draft. Um, I was... I remember being worried about another game. Um... I think, was it the Titans? But I kind of knew we were going to lose that. Um, I knew that, yeah. So, I, um, I thought, I definitely thought that <laughs> the Ravens were going to beat the Patriots. Or, like, I was pretty certain, but they lost. But I remember being worried about the Titans in the Steelers game. But I, I honestly felt like we might lose both of those, and we did. So, like, I wasn't that worried, but I was worried about the Browns in the Giants game. Just because they have something to play for. Like, obviously. And the Browns play us well, 
you know, the last couple of years, they always, you know, the games are close. Now they used to be blowouts. Um, but the Giants have something to play for. Baltimore is a 10-point favorite. I can see that. That makes sense. Um, if that Ravens, that makes me feel better about it. Then the week after that, the last week of the season, Ravens got to go to the Bengals, and uh, I have no worries about them. I mean, not a concern in the world. So, the Ravens need a little help getting into the playoffs. I think if we win out, we'll probably get in. Um, but, I think we need a little help. I don't, I haven't heard the scenarios of like, who has to lose a game and, you know, uh, what has to exactly happen for the Ravens to make the playoffs, but I think we'll get in. I think the Ravens make it. Um, and if Lamar Jackson loses in the first round of the playoffs again, I am going to burn his house down. Not literally. I don't know where he lives, and um, I don't want to go to jail for arson or, you know, possible manslaughter, murder. Uh, but I will be very upset with this man and the team in general. Um, it's the weirdest thing, because it, it's like you can be happier teams going to the playoffs, but... If they're going there just to lose in the first round three years in a row, it's like I almost would rather not go. I don't know. It's a tough. It's it's a it's a back and forth I deal with, and it, it's like he's looked so bad in both playoff games. It's like, dude, it's, could you just look like decent? You can lose. That's okay. You lose games. I get it. Can you just look like watchable? Can you look like you belong in the NFL? Please. Can you just do that for me? I'm fucking a super reasonable fan. Like, I'll, you know, I stuck around in Chicago for Derrick Rose's, like, three or four returns. Like, I literally stuck around and was hyped every time he was coming back. I was, like, the delusional Chicago Bulls fan that was, like, he's coming back. Uh, I saw a practice tape on YouTube, and he dunked, and it was amazing. Like, I was just this delusional fan, and, like, I didn't want to admit that, like, Derrick Rose, you know, his career will never be the same. The Bulls will never be the same. So I'm I'm able to put up with a lot of with a lot of bullshit with the sports team, but I just can't stand having a quarterback who just falls apart in these big games. I heard a stat that was alarming the other day that I kind of knew in the back of my head, but hearing it solidified, like with a with a stat, really brought it home. Lamar Jackson is zero and six. He's never beaten the Steelers or the Chiefs. The two the two best teams in the AFC. He's never beat them. That's fucking not good, dude. It's not good. And then he lost to the Chargers and the Titans in the playoffs. Like, two other good teams in the AFC. Not, it's not a good look. And then he lost to the Titans this year. Uh, it lost to a bad Patriots team. I mean, not, it's not good. It's not... It's not great. Um, he beat the Browns. That was awesome. Um, made a great throw in fourth and five. Had some, uh, you know, Superman moments there, but those don't mean shit if you don't win a playoff game, dude. You, you gotta win at least one, for fuck's sake. You gotta win one. And I'm rooting for him. I've, you know, I've talked a lot of shit about Lamar Jackson this year, but I am rooting for him. He's my guy. You know, I'll fucking buy his jersey the minute he wins a playoff game. Just win one. I just want to see one win. Win or or 
Like, let's say uh, this year they don't make the playoffs or something, or they go to the playoffs and they lose, but Lamar looks better. He, they, you know, they, they, they lose, but he looks like a competent quarterback in the play, in the playoffs. And or like, let's say the defense loses it for us. You know, it had nothing to do with Lamar. He did his job. I'll still buy his jersey even if he loses. I just need to see some goddamn, some promise. Show me some fucking, show me that you're making progress. Show me that there is some hope that I can, you know, salvage from this. <clears throat> I need to see some, some substance that I, you know, can, can hold on to. I can't go on blind faith. I can't spend $80, you know, probably $100 to get it to my house altogether just to, like, have this dude end up on fucking Jacksonville in two years. Like, and I look like the dumbest dude ever because I have a Lamar Jackson Ravens jersey. And, you know, he plays for Jacksonville for a year and a half and breaks his leg and goes, goes to Canada, basically, and, you know, wins three championships there, and no one cares. Because um, if Lamar Jackson went to Canada, he, the field is bigger. I'm pretty sure the field is wider in Canada. Um, he would be literally unstoppable. I, I, I honestly think that might be the move for him if it keeps getting worse, and, you know, if Baltimore trades him, he might just want to go to Canada and just win, like, five fucking championships there and, like, maybe grow as a quarterback or, you know, Doug Flutie did that. Uh, I think Warren Moon did that. Come back to the NFL. You know, go to Canada for two years. Come back. I love, like, the scenario I'm laying out in this, like, stupid hypothetical. Like, if this happens and this happens and then this happens and this unlikely thing happens, then he should do this thing. I'm literally retarded. Um, but that's what I think could happen. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope he fucking, you know, I hope he wins the playoff game this year. And, uh, I'm not even expecting much. Like, I don't, don't, I'm not even asking to win two playoff games or a Super Bowl. There's, you know, Chiefs fans right now. If you're a Chiefs fan, you're probably like, it's a Super Bowl or bust this season. Like, we won last year. Why won't we win this year? And I completely agree. But I'm, you know, the Ravens, you, you, you can't really have those expectations this year. Like, he hasn't won a fucking playoff game. He hasn't even looked good in a playoff game. He hasn't, he hasn't looked good in most of the big games he's had. He's had a few games that he looked good in versus good teams. But he's also had more than... He's had way more bad games versus good teams than, than good games. It's like... It's like a five to one ratio. It's really not good. He's, you know, it's it's really not looking great right now. When I heard that stat, he's he's never beaten the Steelers or the Chiefs. And like like I said, I I I knew that, but hearing this, hearing it out loud, I was like, that's fucking bad. God damn it! Like the Big Ben is old. Like we can't beat a we can't beat Ben Roethlisberger if you can't outplay Ben Roethlisberger, who's like, who's been fucking you know, dealing with injuries the last few years and he's older and he's, his mobility has gone down and he's not throwing the deep balls well. Like, we can't beat them. It's frustrating. Just beat them once. Or just beat the Titans once. I know, like, every time the Ravens lose a game, it's not completely Lamar, Lamar's fault. But, um, 
you, he's got to pull it out. He's got to make it happen, you know. Or, you know, if at least if they lose, he's got to not look terrible while doing it. I'm pretty reasonable over here. I think I'm being pretty reasonable. Um, <laughs> so this, uh, this podcast, I really enjoy doing it. And uh, I said the other day that there's this girl I'm talking to and we actually started dating um, the other day and she's awesome and it's going really well. Um, it is, you know, it's a bit, um, unconventional cause we've never met, but we've had a ton of phone conversations and FaceTimed and, you know, sent pictures and shit and we have a lot in common and I'm not the type of guy to, to do something like this, but it does seem like if I'm going to take a chance with anybody, it, you know, this is the girl to do it. So I was like, all right, you know, life is about taking chances. I'm going to take a chance here. And so far, so good. Like, it's going great. Super happy about it. Um, she's awesome. And so I, I say that to say this. So she listens to this podcast. Like, I, you know, I told her I have one. And she's, like, super supportive. So she, like, checked it out. And apparently she likes it. Um, which is, like, awesome. And I told her, I was like, I don't think you're going to like this new episode. Like... Or a lot of the episodes that I do because they talk a lot of sports and, you know, I think she watches some sports, but I mean, I get pretty deep into detail here. Like I'll be mentioning a lot of players she doesn't know, you know, a lot of teams she has no clue about probably. Um, so I always got like, uh, in the back of my head, but now that I'm doing these and I'm dating some, you know, I'm dating her, I'm like, she's not going to enjoy this one. That's okay though. (laughs) Uh, it happens. I like sports. Um, yeah, I just love. I mean, I've had a, I've been a fanatic sports fan uh, since I was like probably twelve or thirteen. I got super into football around that age, and then basketball. I always played basketball, but I never watched that much basketball. I did when I was like eight to ten years old, and then kind of got just kind of just stopped watching. Because there's only Nick games on. When you are when you live in New York, he, he, the, if you, <laughs> if the only opportunities to watch basketball, like there are some games on the, in New York of other teams, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's rare. And he, obviously the Knicks play good teams, but like if the only fucking basketball options you get to watch are like Syracuse basketball and the Knicks, like in the Nets. Like, the Nets my entire life were terrible. You know, I mean, most of my life. They had Jason Kidd and Kenyon Martin, I think, at one point. But, I mean, most of my life, New York basketball is just fucking terrible. So, like, it's not like... I don't even know how New York has so many basketball fans with the quality of shit they've put on TV the last 40 years. Like, I don't get it. Syracuse basketball is fucking awful. New York basketball is terrible. I mean... It, Carmelo Anthony, like, yeah, he made New York basketball fun for a little while, but they got nowhere near a championship. I mean, they were fucking, they were, they were lucky to make the playoffs. Um, so yeah, I think that's why I wasn't watching a lot of basketball at a younger age, because I was just, all I had was Nick basketball, and I was like, this is unwatchable. Fucking can't do it. Amari Stoudemire, all right. Mo Anthony, 
Okay, he can't guard a bar stool. All right. Um, he gets two rebounds a game. Six eight. Um, and then Syracuse basketball is just so fucking bad that I don't understand. They they always have a few white dudes for some reason. Like a bunch of like six foot four white dudes, a couple six foot five white dudes who like can only shoot. That's all they can do. That's it. They can't guard anybody. They can't pass. They can't get a rebound. They can't steal the ball. They can just shoot. And if and, and they usually can only shoot threes. And then he just and Jim Beheim just gets a bunch of guys who are like six foot eight and have like a seven foot wingspan and tries to win games by scoring 40 points and holding their team to 39 points like it's he tries to win on defense and it never works long term like it it'll work a game here or a game there but it never works throughout the season you know it never it never actually like comes to fruition about like you know this has to be his plan to win a national championship, and he's had the same plan for about 30 years, and he's won one championship, and it was only because he had Carmelo Anthony, who was, like, the best scorer in college history, or, like, one of the best scorers in college history. And he had a couple players on that team who were, like, really good defenders, too. Um, Hakeem Warwick, I believe, was on that team. Um, Craig Forth? Maybe, white guy, I think. Barely remember that team. I barely. I think they played Kansas. I don't know. A long time ago. Um, but yeah, just Syracuse, Syracuse basketball. The Nets, the Knicks. I mean, it, it was a horrible state to watch basketball in. It, horrible. It was cool to like grow up there because a lot of people played basketball. But, man. It's also shit because the winter, like, you can't play a lot of basketball outside. You have to play indoors, and there's only so many places to do that. So, like, every time you go to a gym, it's just full of people. Um, that can be good or bad. It depends. It, you don't want it too full because, like, you know, you lose a game and you don't get on the court again for an hour. You know, you just, people, you know, switching teams and, or I'm not switching teams, but, like, obviously if you lose, the next team gets on the court, winner stays on the court. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there was a bunch of times where I'd go to a gym and just fucking be like, this is going to be one of those times where I'm here for four hours and I get to play three games. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm just going home. Terrible. Um, but, yeah, I got into basketball super heavy watching it wise when I was, like, 14. And I just started watching games on, like, the internet. And, you know, I would, um... After a while, my my family got like a better package for TV, so I actually had more channels to watch games on. I didn't have like every game, but I had way more games than I had when I was a kid. So I actually got to watch like other games and other teams. And then I would always look up the highlights on YouTube anyway, like afterwards, you know, of the games I didn't get to watch. Um, those fucking whoever whoever started doing that these ten minute highlight videos. They're they're ten minutes. They're on YouTube of the NFL or the NBA or any sport. They're 10 minutes long. Sometimes they're 15 minutes. Those things are my fucking life. I have watched hundreds of them. I'm not kidding. I've watched hundreds of these 10-minute videos that are just the game highlights. 
They're fucking amazing. You can digest an entire game in 10 minutes. Like, that's... I mean, that's exactly made for, like, this fucking era of people. People are so impatient. People have no interest in sitting sitting around for four hours and watching a game. I do, but I, you know... You can only watch one game at a time most of the time. So I, I'll be watching one of the games and then the other games are going on. And I'll just be like, oh, I'll just check out the highlights later. I'll just enjoy this game right now. Instead of trying to switch back and forth and shit. Um, so yeah, I do that. And yeah, I got really I got really into watching it super heavy. And I was already into football at that point. And I got into college basketball around that same time. And became a Duke fan. And then realized two years later when I got into high school that everybody hates Duke. I didn't know that. That's what's so weird about being a Duke fan. Is like, um, I'm one of the few people, I feel like, who got into it for an actual good reason. Like, not just because Duke is a title contender every year. I didn't know that. I was 13 or 14 years old. I had no idea how good Duke was. I'd never watched him play. I just literally started watching them while J.J. Redick was around. And I was like, oh, that dude looks like me. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of this guy. And there was a few other players that I was um, I really liked back then. Um, maybe not the same year as, you know, th- that he was there. But the next, even the next few years, I just remember being like, oh, this team recruits really well. Like, they, they get really good players. And... What? Hold on a second. Chris D'Elia just started following me on TikTok. What? I... I... What? I followed him, like, a week ago. I just... I randomly was like, I wonder if Chris is on TikTok. Like, I haven't heard anything of Chris in months. Like, I was like, I don't think he's posting videos on TikTok. But I was like, I'm curious. Maybe he is. Um, and I just t- typed his name and went and, uh, fouled him to like, maybe, you know, oh, maybe in a few months when he starts posting videos again, I'll, you know, I'll be following him and I'll see it. And he just started following, he just started following me. I don't, I paused it and I don't know if I, I think I caught myself off in between words. So I repeated myself, uh, give me a second. Hold on. That's hilarious. I knew there was no way that was... I was, like, so confused. I was like, he has to follow everybody that he um, that follows him. But it turns out it wasn't Crystalia. It was a person that is, like, a fan page of Crystalia. But it was the same spelling. They just had an extra A at the end, which I was like, I don't know if he did that or not um, for his, but that's so funny. For a second, I was like, is following me. That is weird. That would be so weird. Um... <laughs> I can't believe I just fell for that for like a full four or five seconds. Cause I was like, I know I followed him, but I don't, I didn't expect him to ever follow me back for any reason. Um, that's hilarious. Someone apparently is going to Crystalia's TikTok and following all the people that follow him on a different account disguised as him. People do that. I, I probably should have known that, but I'm stupid. One time, this is pretty cool. This is a true Crystalia story. This actually happened. Um, I don't even remember what I said. I'll try to remember, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. It was like a year ago, before Crystalia got canceled. 
um, I was on, this is way before I started doing TikTok videos. I was on Instagram and like once a month I would just randomly see a post and I would see that it's like, I only follow mostly comedians on Instagram and, you know, on TikTok and shit. Um, and I saw a few times, a few different times with different people, different comedians. I saw them post something and it was funny and they, it was only from like a minute ago or two minutes ago. Like I just caught it as they posted it and they would have like two or three comments on it. And I would be like, huh, if I could think of something funny to say about this post in the next like 60 seconds, I'll post it because it will actually possibly be seen by this person. Um, or, it, or if even, even if they don't see it, you know, maybe a lot of other people will see it. I'll get a bunch of likes, you know, maybe a bunch of people will follow me. And, uh, also it just seemed like a fun idea. Like I'll post a funny comment, see what, you know, see what happens. And most of the time I couldn't come up with a comment fast enough. And, you know, I would, I would wait too long and then I would refresh the page and there'd be like a thousand comments in two minutes. And I'd be like, well, I missed my window, you know, but a few times, I think four or five times, probably, probably 10 times total, but four or five times I got a like from the actual comedian that I posted it on. And I don't, I don't think that it was like someone doing their account for them because that's only, only a few people do that where like Rogan doesn't really post, Joe Rogan doesn't post straight to social media. He makes the post and then sends it to somebody else and they post it or he posts it and then never looks at it, like never looks at the comments ever. But, or some people just have people run their social media for them and you know, they'll, they'll like every comment you know, the first hundred comments, they'll make sure that they like every comment. Um, but that's not what was happening here. Like I made sure of it. Like I looked at everybody else's comments and what the likes were. And I was like, Oh, they're not getting these likes that I am. So like, I was just, I was just trying to see, like, did this person really find what I said funny? Did they actually think it was funny and like took a second of their day to like my comment? And I think a few times that actually happened. And a few times it was, um, it happened with Tom Segura once or twice. I think he was the guy that did it twice. It happened with Ari Shafir once and it happened with Chris D'Elia once. Was there somebody else? I don't remember. I think I got Mark Normand. I think Mark Norman too. I always say Normand. I think it's Norman. Yeah, my bad. But... I think I got, yeah, I got a few, few different comedians that liked my comment and, uh, it was early on in my joke writing, this all happened and I, it actually like gave me a really big boost to keep going. I was like, if, even if only one of these is real, even if only one of these comedians liking my comment was like a genuine thing they actually thought was funny, even if it's only one time, like that's a huge confidence boost, you know, someone who's in the business, who's a professional not only professional, you know, these dudes I just listed are some of the best comedians alive. If even if one of them thinks I was funny, even for a half a second, that's, I mean, incredible to me. That's, I never thought that would happen. I wasn't ever posting thinking like, oh, you know, Tom Segura is going to like this comment. I have no, I have no clue if they even look at their comments or not. 
So I was like wishful, wishfully hoping that they would do that, but I had really no expectations that it would ever happen because I have no idea how these people live their lives. Like, I don't know if they're reading their comments, you know, I have no fucking clue. Um, so it happened a few times and it happened with Ari Shafir first and I fucking lost my mind because he's like a hero to me. Like, I love Ari Shafir. He's, I mean, one of the funniest comics alive. Um, just love his attitude, love like the way he approaches ideas love his writing love his uh his he'll he'll just say whatever he fucking wants he, he has no kids he just travels around the world i just love i love almost everything about ari shafir just a big fan of his and in, in a lot of different ways and he liked my comment and i was like damn like i called my buddy and i was like dude i don't even know how to feel right now like this is fucking wild like i don't ever you know, I just didn't um, see it coming. He liked my comment. I was like, that's fucking cool, dude. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Like, I know, I'm sure of this, that in seven years or eight years, I'm going to think that me thinking that was cool was probably stupid. But, like, I don't, you know, as of now, I still think it's fucking amazing. Um, so, yeah, it's actually, like, the fucking, some of the coolest shit that's ever happened to me. I've had a few comedians like what I said, that's, I mean, I'm not, you know, obviously they do that to other people too, but like, those people aren't trying to be funny for a living, I am, so it means much more to me than a lot of other people, I would assume, you know, but holy shit, almost 35 minutes in here, um, I went off on a tangent there, um, I went from, yeah, Crystalia. I thought was following me for about 10 seconds and then I realized very quickly that it was just the imitation page. <laughs> I just thought the timing was like weird. I just followed him a few days ago and I was like, I don't, what? I was like, why would he follow me? Like, I thought it was a mistake. Like I thought it was going to go to the page and like go to look for the notification. It wasn't there anymore. That's what I thought was going to happen. The more likely thing is what happened is that it was a fake person. That was definitely the most likely thing. But in my head, for like a split second, I was like, well, he liked my comment that one time on Instagram. Maybe he realizes I'm the same person. That's like the, the, the dumbest part of my brain, making that connection. That would never happen. <laughs> that would literally never happen. Like, oh, I liked this dude's comment one time a year and six months ago. I probably recognize him, and now he's on TikTok, and I'm going to follow him. Um, that would be the most outlandish shit ever. If that actually happened. But yeah. Um, hmm. Anything else? Anything else on the docket? I say docket like I have a list of fucking, you know, I have a sheet of paper here. I did just a hundred bullet notes on it, you know. I want to cover this. I want to cover the Iraq war. I'm going to cover Black Lives Matter. We're going to talk about COVID. We're going to talk about the election. No, we're not. No, we are not going to do any of that. Nope. No, we're not. There's no docket. There's no plan. This is uh, this is all. You can't say freestyling because that's ridiculous. That's that's what rappers do. Um, this is just me bullshitting. That's that's the better word. Bullshitting, and um, just kind of letting whatever falls into my head fall back out of my mouth. So that's what this is. Uh, this is the White Trash Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening.